this is Sandy Shepard and welcome to BeABondGirl.com. Today we will be having another one of our coffee chats with experts and you will meet Mina Yu, the CEO and founder of LoveBottle.net. Relax, pull up a chair and join us for the Be A Bond Girl podcast, featuring mastermind coach and author of Fempowerment, Unleashing Your Inner Bond Girl, Sandy Shepard. Thank you for joining us here on BeABondGirl.com. This is Sandy Shepard, and today on our coffee chat, we will be meeting with Mina Yu, the CEO and founder of LoveBottle.net. I discovered LoveBottle.net when I recently heard on the radio that the plastic in bottles like Nalgene, one of the biggest reusable water bottles, is leaching into the water and so Canada has actually banned the plastic found in these bottles. Uh, So I figured that was all the more reason to use a glass one. The Love Bottle bottles also come with cozies that fit on the bottle and rings with words on them to inspire you to live your best life. That is based on Masaru Emoto's work with respect to how if you write on the glass containing water, it can actually affect the water crystals inside of the glass. I hope that you enjoy this interview with Mina Yu. I certainly had fun meeting with her and let me know what you think either by writing me a comment or sending me an email at sandy at beabondgirl.com or calling our listener feedback line. Thanks and have a great one. This is Sandy Shepard, and we are back at our coffee chats today with Mina Yu, who's the CEO and founder of Love Bottle. This is our first interview that we have done with an expert who actually is a product expert instead of a service expert. Now, I found Mina's product on lovebottle.net. I will give a link to that website as well. This is a somewhat new business, but the reason why I asked Mina to speak with us today is that I was recently very concerned about the plastic in bottles, like Nalgene bottles, that it's apparently leaching into water. And what I heard, and Mina can talk to us a little bit about this, is that Canada was banning the plastic found in these bottles. And I'd heard for quite some time that, you know, you're not supposed to leave a bottle out in the sun. And I kind of thought some of this was, I don't know, like a wives tale until I started reading about this stuff in the newspaper. I got very concerned. And that's how I found lovebottle.net. Now, it turns out that Mina's company is actually local to me here in San Francisco. And I wanted to interview her to find out a little bit more about her company and to welcome her to beabondgirl.com. So hello, Ms. You. Hi, Sandy. It's great to be here today. Well, I'm so excited about what you're doing with your company. How did you start down this path? Um, Well, I started down this path 
kind of, it's a couple different ways that sort of all joined in together and came up with this mm-hmm. idea. I was working as a nutrition consultant for the last couple years, and, you know, I found that I really wanted to help a large basis of people, especially I saw the obesity and the diabetes rising and it kept continuing to rise. It's an epidemic in this country, and I kept wondering how, what I could do to help change that. I know that there's a lot of different experts out there working in different ways, but I was trying to see what I could do personally to help the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I found after, you know, mulling on this idea over a year that water became the most obvious answer to me that um, we just cut out all the sugary drinks that people drink, like the sodas and the Gatorades and, you know, all those um, sugary beverages where the first ingredient or second ingredient is sugar and we replaced it with water, there would be a huge decrease in, um, in the amount of calories that we consume every day, in our problems with diabetes, because diabetes is all about sugar, sugar overload in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so um, so water really became a big important thing to me as and using it as a way to help improve but health. I've also country. heard sometimes, you know, I was uh, reading some things because a number of my coaching clients has sort of exercise and nutrition as, as one of their top issues. And I was reading something recently that actually said that sometimes when you think you're hungry, you're actually just dehydrated. And so water is so important and we, we kind of don't get enough of it at all. And sometimes we're just thirsty when we feel that we're hungry and that's why we're eating too much totally totally lots of times the body mistakens the cues for thirst as hunger and it and it just signals you to to consume something because it's hoping to get at least some liquid in whatever you consume that's interesting and by the time that you get thirsty you're already dehydrated right. I've heard, what is um, the deal with that i've actually heard that too what is the deal with that so i mean i guess the way that we're supposed to be drinking water in um you know little mounts throughout the day should help us avoid ever feeling oh. thirsty. So the, by, by the time you are feeling thirsty, your body's already dehydrated and wanting oh, water. Oh, that makes sense. That actually totally makes sense. So now with your, so you were attracted to that, and I really appreciate that because in all the reading that I've read, it's so funny how when you come down to it, water, which seems so easy, people aren't drinking enough water, then there's the issues with how people are Porting the water, there all these sorts of things. Now, how did you decide? And I will mention to our listeners that the Love Bottle bottles are actually reusable glass water bottles that you can write on. And I will talk about the writing on part in just a second. But let's talk about how you came to decide that you were going to be using the glass water bottles. So I know just currently it's all coming out into the news about the potential tox or the toxins that can leach out in plastic water bottles. But it's not just current news. A lot of this information has been around for a number of years. It just hasn't been as widely accepted as it is right, now. Right. Within the nutrition community, there's been a lot of us who've been really looking for a non-plastic way, reusable water container. Mm-hmm. So I've been drinking out of glass for a number of years, maybe about four years or so. But I usually do what a lot of other people do, reuse some other glass product that I that I bought at right. the store, like a snackable, right. you know, like some kind of, yeah, like a Voss water bottle or mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm. that. Like I said, I happen to be a satisfied 
customer myself, I think the thing that we can tell, and obviously I'll put a link to lowbottle.net, but I think the thing that I really also like about your bottles is the fact that like the cap stays on it. It's sort of all self-contained as well. Yeah, you don't have to screw off a cap that you might lose and that you might not be able to find later, and then you can't use your bottle anymore. The the lid is a swing top lid, and so it stays directly attached to your bottle, and you can take you know open it with one hand and close it with one hand, which I really yeah. like as yeah. well. Yeah, I've kind of knocked mine around a little bit, and so far no no worries with that. But you can also buy like little cozies for them and stuff like that on your website. Totally. Yeah, you know there were some issues about going public with a glass product because someone chucks it across the street onto concrete, then it is possible it can break. But, you know, for the most part, I've been using mine for, for a year now, and I haven't had ever broken any of mine, and I've let them, you know, they've tumbled a few times as well. And they're pretty, there's different ways to improve the grip if you're feeling like the grip is um, not secure enough. And like you said, there's those cozies that even if you dropped it in one of those, it wouldn't yeah, break. Yeah, and talking about grip, let's talk actually a little bit about the whole idea of writing on the bottles. And also you have like the little gripper rings and stuff like that. Let's talk a little bit about the studies about writing on the glass and stuff. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. This isn't the favorite part about the bottle for me. Otherwise, it's what makes it different from being just, you know, your average Me blank, too. I, um, I love it. I love it. I love it. So I totally agree. Yeah. And so what it's about is it's based on the idea that words and drawings and even our thoughts have an energy. Mm-hmm. And water is affected by this energy. Mm-hmm. So when we put different words or pictures around our water bottle, the bottle kind of gets infused with this energy so that when we drink it, you can sort of feel a subtle difference. And if you think that our body is 70% water, you know, mm-hmm. the same kind of words and thoughts affect our own body's energy, Absolutely. too. So, you know, if we're drinking water that is kind of infused with the energy of love and that's going into the 70% of our body that's water, then you get to sort of infuse a little love into your whole your whole being, pretty much into all your cells. And, and it's subtle, you know, it's not something that you take a sip and you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> It is something that you'll notice, like, that you'll want to drink out of it more. I'd agree with that. Or, like, or that you'll feel a little better afterwards or that, you know, it's it's a little something that just makes you feel a little better and want to drink a little more. And now, there were studies, and I certainly remember on uh, What the Bleep Do We Know, and then I, I want to say a couple – that's that's where I really saw it in the mainstream, that there were some Japanese studies where they really, truly scientifically – wrote on water and and there were prayers over water and they could see a crystalline change in the water. This was not just some foo-foo new age thing. It was actually scientific. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. So it started with a man. His name's Masaru Emoto. He's Japanese and he's still alive and still continuing to Mm -hmm. do this. And he is very scientific in the way that he photographs how different words and drawings and music an energy can affect water and the different beautiful water crystals that are formed from these words. And so he, what he does, his technique is he'll collect the water sample. So sometimes he'll take a sample from a special river or lake, or he'll do, you know, he'll put a word on a bottle and then leave it there for overnight, and then he'll test it the mm-hmm. next day. And he mm-hmm. puts he puts a milliliter drop into about 50 Petri dish, dishes to make sure that there is a very good sampling selection. They freeze them oh. all, and the water crystal comes out 
actually when the frozen sample starts to melt. It lives for only about a minute or so. So as we're looking at this little frozen water ice piece under the microscope, it starts to melt and then suddenly you'll see this beautiful crystal start to grow and take shape. And it's not even just 2D that this crystal grows, it's actually 3D and you can even see it from the side growing up towards the microscope too. It's really beautiful. Yeah, I've seen some of these in, uh, I think it was his book, one of his books, and I think that you had mentioned to me that there's some of these pictures on, is it hado.net, H-A-D-O dot yeah. yeah. And I think that they really affected me. And like you're saying, I think that from the nutrition standpoint, from the body standpoint, we are about five dollars worth of chemicals and a bunch of water in our, in our bodies. And so, you know, and so really the thing that we can honestly and truly affect us is, is what we are doing with that water, with that that juice that's inside of our body. And so I was very impressed with that. Now, Love Bottle has a number of types of bottles, which you can see on lovebottle.net. The one that I happen to have is the pink and black star. And every time I look at it, it just makes me happy. And I haven't done anything different. I haven't written on the bottle. I haven't used any of the little, you know, rings. And and Love Bottle has some rings that you can fit around the bottle. They say peace on one side and they say love on the other side. And those help you to sort of grip the bottle as well. I, every time I just look at the bottle, it just makes me happy. And so just just the bottle without me doing anything to it, I, I am imagining in my mind that I'm having this effect on the water just because I think it's so cute. Yeah, and the pink and the black one is one of my favorites. It's um, I call it my rocker bottle because sort of like rock stars, especially for females, feeling like, you know, they want to sort of have a little pow in yep. their day and they're feeling yep. a little feisty and sassy and stuff. Yeah, I love yeah, that it, one. And that also, Love Bottle makes um, both pink and black cozies that can go around the bottle. And I really, really wanted the pink one, but I knew that the black one would be would be more flexible. And so I got the black one. But, you know, at some point, I may have to get a pink cozy as well. Now, speaking of that, I'm a little concerned when I go on a plane. Can I take this with me? I'm, uh, you know, what's the deal with that? You sure can. I wasn't sure either myself. So, you know, the best way is to try it. So I've flown with my love bottle about four times now, and I didn't have any trouble. Just make sure that you drink it through um, so that there's no more water in the bottle as you go through security. Only one out of the four times did they ask to look at my bag. And then once they did, they found the bottle. They held it up for everyone to see and put it right back in and then let me go on my way. It was just a little advertising, actually, right? I know. I was like, hey, yeah, that's my bottle. Now, the other thing that occurs to me, because you and I spoke a little bit before this call, and you really are very environmentally conscious. I wonder if you can tell us a little bit. My concern is... What happens to all those bottles that we're so used to just drinking a bottle and throwing it away or maybe bad, reusing it a little bit if it's a plastic bottle? What is the environmental impact of something like that? Well, it's huge, actually. Like, I think what happened was in the 80s, you know, we all started thinking it was the hip way to drink water was keep your fridge loaded up with with water bottles. Maybe we all saw it on Seinfeld or something and thought that's how we could drink water. And so since then, here we are a couple years later, and everybody's just, that's the only way they seem to know how to drink water is out of a plastic water bottle. And so these these disposable plastic water bottles that are meant for single use, they're not the ones that leach the toxins unless you use it multiple times. So even though it's not going to leach toxins into your body, although maybe some some people might say that they Mm -hmm. do, they do create an incredible amount Mm -hmm. of waste. 
in our country and globally, just in the U.S., every day, 60 million plastic water bottles end up in a landfill. Oh they're not even recycled. Even though they're recyclable, about 80% of the bottles end up not being oh recycled gosh. and end up in landfill. Oh, my gosh. I know. And that's just in the U.S. So that means in the U.S. annually, it's 22 billion plastic water bottles. Oh, my gosh. You are actually donating a portion of your profits to two organizations, Global Water and Clean Water Action. What are those um, organizations about and what made you choose those ones? Well, let's start with Global um, Global mm-hmm. Water. I chose that because we, here we take it for granted that water is you know, abundant. We have it all over the place. You can get it in bottles. Like right now, it's just an issue of how to get it and while being environmentally right. safe and so that it doesn't leach toxins. But the crazy thing is there's over a billion people in this world that don't have any access to clean water. And so, you know, most of us can't even imagine what that's like. And for them, that's their way of life. And so the best way to help a rural village or a third world country um, sort of get clean water isn't just to ship them cases of plastic (laughs) water bottles. It's actually to you know, get at the very root of it and let them develop their own sustainable clean water, you know, program. And so Global Water does that and helps. They find that the root of a lot of poverty is the lack of clean water. So not only is it just addressing the need for water for hydration and, and health, it's also addressing poverty and community and helping these little villages become self sustainable. Wow. And stuff. So it's really cool. They're a great organization, and everything's volunteer-based. None of the people who work for Global Water get paid or anything. So um, I really wanted to help donate to them since, you know, we're all about water and we're all about love at Love Bottle. We thought that some of the proceeds would have to go towards something that was helping this Oh, movement. I love that. That's perfect. Yeah. And then Clean Water Action, I also chose that because – you know, not only do we want to get clean water everywhere, but we want to make sure that our waters stay clean. Mm. And mm. in this chemical day and age that we live in, that can be kind of challenging with, you know, companies want to dump stuff in the water all the time. And there's new chemicals that we don't know their effects all the time as well. So just in terms of trying to protect and keep our waters as clean as they can be, I wanted to also support this other organization. But is that an American one or is that also global? Um, this one, I think, is based in the oh. U.S. Um, I think oh. a lot of their stuff, they work, you know, they look, work a little bit on the political side, too, because they realize to make sure that things stay safe, they have to work a little bit in legislation sure. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that makes Unfortunately, that totally makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, totally. You know, have you personally always been sort of an environmentally conscious person? Yeah, you know, it's it's really funny. I've I've always been the one who's peeking through the garbage and pulling out the aluminum cans, and I even pull out um, paper towels and napkins at my house because we compost everything at our place. But um, in seventh grade, our our cafeteria used to use those styrofoam styrofoam little trays, and so. I started an environmentalist club by writing, you know, getting all these students to write on their trays to the principal, like, why are you destroying our environment and stuff? And so I always felt a big connection to, you know, keeping this earth as healthy and, you know, respecting it and um, and reusing things, recycling things. But I really, as I got older, didn't think I would have any kind of career in this area because I was into the health and medicine yeah. field. And so I didn't 
see how I would be able to encompass both. So I'm, I'm really glad I get to have both in this Well, it job. actually sounds like, um, for what you said before, you know, when you were really, especially doing the nutrition side, you were really looking at this epidemic that we have of obesity and diabetes and, you know, all this various thing, and, and it sort of came down to how water might be able to help us. And I'm sure that that your seventh, your inner seventh grader came out and said, wait a second, let's do this uh, in an eco-friendly manner. So you were, she was still in there, it sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. Always waiting for a chance to come out. Right. I but guess. that's awesome. I mean, I think that's the thing too, that also, uh, often I will talk to my coaching clients and I'll say, you know, what did you do as a little girl or as a sort of middle school or whatever? And how are you incorporating her into your life? And that's one of the things is that's one of the best ways to find your passion is to look at the sorts of things you did when you were in fifth, sixth, seventh grade. You know, what really floated your boat? What were the things that you were passionate about? And the beauty of you merging this into Love Bottle is the fact that that passion is going to be in the product as well. You know, it's funny that you say that because in middle school, I also loved stickers. I still oh like gosh. stickers. Cute, colorful. I love all that stuff. And so the fact that I got to incorporate that part of it into Love Bottle was kind of, you know, icing on the cake where I got to make my own stickers now and encourage other people to doodle and draw. I and, love that. You know, that is awesome. I didn't even think about that, but that is really, really fun. I love that. Yeah, and so there's blank stickers. I even encourage customers to to design their own yep. sticker, to write whatever they want or make whatever drawing and then add that energy to their yep. water. I want to send out a little love with everything, but, you know, I know everybody else has different needs and wants and desires that they have in their life that they want to bring more of into their life. And so, yeah, I wanted to create a canvas of self-expression. Oh, too. what a I like that. That's a really good tagline. Well, I think the thing is, too, is now this is a funny question. And now this is this is this is what happens when you get the founder of a company on for your interview. So you get to ask all your own questions. I have my love bottle and I have a question for you. If I wanted to write on it, I can use like a laundry marker on the glass, right? So what you can do is write onto the printed oh, you're design. Um, the, print, the printed design was developed to be written oh. on. So you can use oh. a Sharpie and draw, write, whatever you want, and it'll last even through the dishwasher. Oh my gosh. Oh, I did not know that. See, this is why I do the yep. interviews. <laughs> Yes, you can write directly on it. And if you're a little shy and you love the design just how it is and you want to add a word, but you don't want to add it permanently, that's where the little stickers can come in. We have some removable stickers that you can write anything on. You can put it on one day, take it off, put on a new one, write something else, and then you can always, yeah. And I just keep them on my mirror when they're not being used. And so I have all these great words on my mirror, and then I just grab the one that I want that day and pop it on my bottle. I was thinking, I I love my little pink and black stars. I don't think that I can write on them, but I think I may have to go buy some stickers now because I think that that's the thing. Like you said, it's like, I don't want to ruin it, but I totally would love to put like a couple of little words, my little Bond girl words that I could put on my bottle too. So, you know, sort of in finishing our, our interview, I told you I'd only keep you on for half an hour. I know you got a company to run. What goals do you have with Love Bottle as a company? My goals with Love Bottle, I mean, every every bottle that that is being used statistically saves 365 plastic bottles from ending up in a landfill, right. statistically. And so if, if a million bottles get sold, that's 365 million plastic water bottles that we can keep out of landfills, which would be amazing. Wow. Um, I would wow. also... You know, I have this idea that 
that high schoolers and middle schoolers will become sort of aware that they have the ability to sort of bring a different energy into their life and adults, of course, middle schoolers, high schoolers, adults, and to to sort of bring that into all aspects of their life. And since water is part of our, our body and every cell, I feel like if, if they make that connection and they infuse their waters with what they want more of, it can make a significant difference. So I'm, I'm waiting for, I've already gotten some testimonials, but I'm waiting for the great testimonials that's like, I wrote this on my bottle and suddenly I got my dream job. It's coming. Or, I know it's coming. You know, <laughs> I wrote this on my bottle and I met my dream guy. Or, and the little hearts on the lid. I, I really am wanting for someone to say like, oh, my lid was pointing some direction. And I looked over and met this person and hit it off. It makes, or, it, it makes a new spin in the bottle. Um, yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm liking that. I think that, that that could be a campaign too. There's some sort of spin the bottle thing going there. I, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Well, Mina, I am so honored that you were able to come and speak with us here in our coffee chats at BeABondGirl.com. On the show notes for this show, we are going to put a link to LoveBottle.net, and Mina's got her information there. You can see the bottles and the cozies and the stickers and all the various things that we've been talking about. Um, Like I said, she's actually a San Francisco company, but she will ship. You can see her information. Again, you can order on that website. The website that she uh, mentioned, the Masaru Emoto website, I will also have a link to, which is the Hado.net, and all the information that you have heard Mina talk about. She's got a great website and she does talk about the plastic bottles ending up in the landfill and um, things like that. And I believe she also has a link to Global Water and Clean Water Action there. If not, I will definitely make sure that I have a link in our show notes. So I would like to thank Mina Yu for taking time out of her busy bottle-making and love-making career to come and speak with us on Via Bond Girl. And thank you again for being with us. Thanks so much, Sandy. It was great. Okay, bye-bye. All right, take care. I certainly enjoyed meeting with Mina Yu during this interview and finding out a lot more about her fantastic company and why she has taken on the mission of getting a love bottle into everyone's hands. I hope that you enjoyed it too and I look forward to meeting you again here soon either for another coffee chat or a podcast or you never know what I might be up to. Thanks and you have a great week. Bye. Bond Girl is neither affiliated with nor endorsed by Eon Productions, Sony Pictures Entertainment, MGM Studios, or United Artists. This podcast is copyright 2008 by 00 Productions. All rights reserved. For empowerment, 
and Fempower are registered trademarks of Double O Productions. For more information, visit BeABondGirl.com. Our goal? To build a better world, one Bond girl at a time. Thank you.